Oh, man. Hold on. There we go. We're back. Sorry about that. Okay. There we go. Doing good. Coach Fred Wallace. So, you know, um, I really appreciate you for coming on the podcast. Yeah, for sure. I'm honored and a privilege to be on your podcast. Thanks for asking me. Definitely no problem. So, for the people on my platform that don't know, you want to tell them about what you're doing about your brain a little bit? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, basically, I help purpose-driven men women but specifically at this time men that are they identify as creative people so artists musicians visual artists i help them kind of beat burnout i help them get unstuck and slow down because i feel like a lot of times when we get into the, the the hustle culture of things it's really tough for us to get focused in our on, on our creativity and a lot of times when we feel burnt out or we feel overwhelmed we tend to get blocked creatively and Ultimately, we, we kind of forget where our identity is, and ultimately, my goal is to help them do just that. So I'm a, a coach, a creative coach mindset coach is kind of the, the, the coin term for it, but ultimately, at the heart of it all, I'm a creative myself because I had a 10-year rap career, which we can, we can dive into that a little bit later, but I, I'm, I'm a former rapper turned um, worship drummer. I, I played drums for my church, pretty active there. And I've just always been in love with the the act of performing music, performing creativity, just anything really creative. I just fell in love with that. So right now, my, my big focus is helping those creative people see their full potential and pull out their full potential, stay creative, make the best work that they can. But also, I have a podcast as well. It's called the Better Than Best Academy. And with that, I love hearing people's story. I love hearing their creative process, their journey, because I feel like we... We don't learn what we should learn in school, and a lot of times it's the school of hard knocks that teach us. It's the, the stories and the, the people we surround ourselves that kind of help us learn the lessons that we need to learn, and we're definitely going to learn from our failures as well, but but that's pretty much me as a shortened, condensed version of who I am and what I do, but again, I'm, I'm so grateful to be on this podcast, and I'm excited to hopefully share some insight and some encouragement and value for for your audience absolutely man i really appreciate it too you know everything that you do um men we definitely need that we need people like yourself for sure man what what was it that inspired you to want to do that i would say it was my own personal journey so most of my life being a creative i really identified with tying my identity into what i do not just a person that that made art. I was the art that I made. I was when I rapped. I was redone the rapper. My rap name was redone. Um, so I was like, that was me. That was what I was known for. So when I felt like when I felt like so I'm big in my faith as well. When I felt like God was kind of transitioning me out of rap and into something new, it was it was a big self discovery journey for me, because I was like, if I don't rap, then who am I? And I, I've spent the last three, four years really discovering who I was. And at the core of it all, I realized that the creativity and the art that we make isn't defined by like what we can do or what we, there's this idea of the perfect us out there. And like, it's almost like we begin to strive towards that and try to reach that. But the truth is everything that you need to be your full self is already inside of you. And it's more or less of a, a pulling it out of you. And I, and I love the idea. I, I like to tell the metaphor of when I think it was Michelangelo or whoever was sculpting David out of a huge chunk of marble. He sculpted this beautiful sculpture of David. 
And someone asked him afterwards, like, how did you turn a big, huge piece of rock into this beautiful masterpiece that looks like David? And he said, I just chipped away the parts that weren't David. And I feel like that's what our whole goal in life is, is to chip away the nonsense that society or like our situations or maybe like some messed up toxic people in our lives have put on us. And it's that story we we tend to, it's that those lies as well, we tend to believe and we run with that. And I, and that's just been a big, like I've had my own self-discovery and I've, uh, I've healed from the burnout. I've healed from the, the child traumas. And I see now that that's so important. And it's like you said, especially men, because I feel like even therapy, which I'm, I'm all for a proponent for therapy and I, and I'm not a therapist, I'm a coach. So I definitely, I understand where there's a place for that, but I will say where therapy tends to like fall short, especially in the men's space is like, it's, it doesn't really give us a, a solution for the problems. It gives us a safe place to talk about them. Sure. But I feel like there's, there's such a special thing inside of us as men. It's like, we really want to solve a problem, right? Like I, I look at it with my wife. A lot of times I get in trouble because she just wants someone to listen. And I'm like a problem solver. I'm like, I'm gonna give you like four different things and this is how you can do it. And she's like, babe, I don't want that. I just want to be heard. And I've learned through, through life, obviously not everybody wants to be fixed and people need that safe place. And that's just really what's inspired me. And you will get that. Like if, if someone listening wanted to become my client, you're going to get that safe place to be seen and heard, like fully seen and heard. And I, I froze. Hopefully you can still hear me. For some reason, I'm losing my camera. There I am. I'm back. Okay. So hopefully you heard that. But but I'm I'm all for that space and creating that space and holding that tension because I think it's so valuable as men to own our vulnerability because I believe that's our superpower. If we can authentically show up truly ourselves, because I feel like, especially when we were growing up, we, we tend to be told like, you know, toughen up, you're a man, toughen up. And, and it's important to be tough and stuff. But I believe that when we show our weaknesses and we show those things that we're struggling with, it, it connects us on a human level. And I feel like a lot of people, they, they lose sight of that because when you, when you grow up in the Instagram world, like I did, it was all Photoshop and filters and everybody's showing you your highlight reel, but that's all cool and all, but I, I want to see the reality. Like, I want to see the fact that like, I have a two year old and right before we got on, he was like banging at my door, like dad and come see me, come, come talk to me. And I, and I, and I think that's so important that we, we were present in the now. And we're present in the fact that, man, this this life is what we have, but it's what we make it. And if we sit here and we say, oh, my life is perfect and we're striving for this this level of perfection, I feel like we're always going to be unsatisfied because we're not going to get there. And that's why I think it's so important to create that space, to be vulnerable and to be transparent and to truly see see personal growth from, from the inside out. Right. So, bro, so... You got the coaching going on. You got the podcast. Um, how many, like if a client wanted to reach out to you and, you know, get your coaching, how do they go about that? So if you go to my Instagram, which is, you'll see the little dot at coach dot Wallace dot red Wallace. That's, that's where you're going to find a, you'll find a link in my bio. And from there you'll have a few options where you can join the mailing list and you can get some free resources or you can just book a free call and we can, schedule a time where we can see if I'm a good fit. Cause obviously, I mean, I, I'm not the coach for everybody, but I'm the coach for somebody. That's the way that I like to say it. 
and I know that I've already been able to help a lot of people and I mean I've got such a heart for my clients but that's really the easiest way to reach out to me is to go to either my Instagram or my TikTok which is also the same at coach.redwallace and either of those is going to get you the opportunity to DM me even if you send me a direct message I'll do my best to get back as soon as possible and we will connect and I'd love to help you and see if there's any way I can provide you value super dope super dope bro um so as far as like the podcast and um let's talk about that yeah for sure so it's really a funny story so I worked for a she was kind of like a I'd say like a business coach and she had a, a YouTube channel and she was she was also faith-based um, and her dad was I think a minister or something but she started a YouTube channel and she needed obviously help with video editing audio my background was music production because I went to school um, online for full cell at, at full cell University for um, video audio production so I didn't really know much about video and man I am sorry my camera keeps tripping out on us <laughs> I, i've got a new setup so it's like sometimes my camera wants to fall asleep or something but uh hopefully won't have any of that but so so yeah so it's i, I want to say so i started working there um it was man i don't remember exactly the date now but i started working for her youtube channel and i and i learned what it was like to produce a podcast which was just a solo video podcast so we would upload on on audio and for youtube and I, I mean, I was blessed to learn kind of from the inside out. And I got inspired by her her dream, her message of living your dreams and creating the vision board. And like I started like doing that and I was like, got this stirring to start a podcast. So 2018, I started a podcast. It was just audio when it first started, just audio. And like being a, a man of faith, I kind of did a little Bible study. It was just me for like five to 10 minutes, whatever it may be. And so I, so I started there and then like, I, I was like, I want to do this for video because I've seen how it's done and I can do this. So I started doing solo podcasts, making it video. And I got to a point where that was just burning me out because it was solo. So I was like having to come up with all this content on top of still working for someone editing their content on top of serving at my church, on top of my rap career. Like I was doing all these things and that's when it kind of led to burnout and that's when I kind of went to my own self-discovery, but there was a, and there was a season where I put down the podcast, but then a, a, another coach friend of mine had me on his show and he was like, man, you should, you should podcast and like interview creative people. Cause you know, that's the space that you're in and that's the space that people um, want to hear about. So I started reaching out to some creative peoples and I mean, sure enough, it was like doors kept opening and opportunities kept opening and people were always willing to come on the show. And now we're probably what I want to say. 20, 30 episodes of me interviewing people, but total I made probably over 200 podcast episodes. So I've been in the podcast game for a little bit, but man, and, and again, it's just, it's something I enjoy doing. I enjoy talking and hearing people's stories. Yeah. Um, podcasting is a game changer actually. Yeah, for sure. Um, to over 200 episodes. That first of all, that's a lot. Yeah. I'm man, it's, but it's, it's it's been yeah it's been a blast and I mean of course yeah you, there's been the seasons of especially when it was solo because when it was solo man there's only so much you can do and you can only be so so interesting it's like you're not re reinventing the wheel but man when you get that extra element of conversations involved and I mean like when I when I got inspired by the Joe Rogans or the Andrew Huberman the Huberman Lab stuff like there's such it's just such a special space podcasting is because there's 
it's such a wide range. Like you can get whatever whatever you're passionate about. I'm sure that there's a podcast out there that will feed your your fancy on it. But if there's not, then that's I, I always say it like you see a need, you feel a need. A friend of mine is um he was on my show recently and he's really into like practical psychology tips. And he was in a space where he was like, Man, there's so much jargon behind it. It's not really like user friendly and digestible. So he created a podcast and I mean it's been going great. But yeah, I love that the it's such a free market space. Like podcasting is amazing because you can just you can just get started today. Like if someone's out there and they're in a space of like, man, I would love to start a podcast. Um, don't look at like the the barrier to entry because like you can start thinking, oh, I need an amazing studio. Oh, I need an amazing mic. Yes, audio is important. I would say focus in on your audio first more than, more so than video. But honestly, just press record and just get started if you're really interested into that. Right. You know, as far as your podcast, oh, you said it was just you, right? Yeah, it started with just me. And then I, I've now been having guests similar to what we're doing right now. Like I'll, I, I'm using Zoom, but I mean, I've, I've used some other different platforms similar to StreamYard like we were using today. But yeah, it's just that idea of getting started. And if there is someone listening that, at home that identifies as a creative person that would like to be a guest on my podcast, I again, if you go to my Instagram, you're going to see a link to where you can fill that information out. Because I mean, I'm always looking for for new guests and new friends and new connections to make. But but yeah, man, it's been it's been great. Dope, man. Um, I like to ask all my uh, guests like motivational question. For sure. What's a like a day when you feel off? What's a few things that you do to get yourself to feel back on? For sure. Give me one second. Just want to make sure our video gets back. I'm switching to the other setup. But what was the question again? As long as you can keep hearing me, I can keep going. Yeah. Um. I like to ask my guests like a motivational question. What's a few yeah. things you do on a day where you feel off to make yourself feel back on? Man, man, what do I do on a day when I feel off? What do I do to make me feel back on? That's a great question. And I'm and I'm a proponent of great questions, so I appreciate the that ask. I would say so and this is right in the wheelhouse of what I help people do because I feel like a lot of times when we do feel off, the best thing to do is to slow down, is to pause, is to take that moment to be like, okay, why am I feeling off? What can I do to realign? What what is what is it that I could do right now that will make me feel alive? And sometimes that's like, you know, go for a walk, get outside. Because when we can step away from the work and come back to it with fresh eyes, I feel like that's when we feel back on. Right. I like walks. I love walks. The walks, the parks, music, stuff like that helps. For sure. Are you a coffee drinker or a tea drinker? So I'm kind of back and forth. Uh, right now I'm drinking some tea because I've been a little under the weather last couple of days. Life with two two kids under three, it's it's fun. I feel like when one gets sick, you have to definitely protect yourself. But I would say, man, I love a good coffee. But I mostly drink pre-workout, actually, because, uh, again, I'm really into fitness. And, and that's a, a big part of what I do. So a lot of days I'm just sitting there and I'm, I'm drinking some pre-workout. I have one particular in mind called Ladder. And I think it was created by LeBron James and 
Arnold Schwarzenegger. Super interesting. But, I mean, it's it's a cleaner version than a lot of those on the market. But, yeah, uh, pr- between pre-workout and coffee with the occasional tea, I'm, 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 I'm loving all that stuff these days. Right. I'm definitely a coffee drinker. I can't really get into tea. I'm trying to find a flavor. That's fair. Yeah, it's definitely a flavor thing for me. Uh, I'll drink tea when I, I'm feeling kind of down or my my throat's sore. But usually, yeah, I'm, I'm leaning more towards coffee and pre-workout. Right. Um, iced coffee or hot? Oh, man, I'm more of an iced coffee. I like the idea. And sorry about my video not working. For some reason, my, my connection's been poor. But as long as you can keep hearing me, we'll keep it rolling. Um, yeah. But, um, man, so I would say mostly iced because I, I'm big on, like, Man, I just love the way that iced coffee hits. <laughs> it just hits different, yeah. especially like the cold brews and the nitro cold brews, man. Nothing better. Right. So, um, you know, being a podcaster, like you're a coach and all that stuff, how do you uh, control your balance? You know, you got the, the kids, you got to make sure you get yourself right and the wife. How do you control your balance? Man, I, I believe there's this idea. It's it's not necessarily a balance, but it's like learning the rhythms of what works for you. Because it's definitely, I feel like, case to case. But for me, definitely, it's. Uh, I would say that the practical thing is definitely waking up before everyone else. And it, and it definitely sucks at times, especially now because we have a, a newborn that just turned a month old. So, like, nighttime sleep has been tough. But I would say that if you can manage even 30 minutes to yourself in the morning and focus in on something that's going to fill your tank because I believe like you can't you can't pour from an empty cup you can't pour out from an empty tank and if you can maintain taking care and doing the self-care work first then everything else will kind of spring from that and yeah obviously listening to like I check in with my wife at least once a week and I'm like all right babe am I present enough for you in this like right now in this season, is there something I can do better? And I think it's just getting, having the conversations and having the tough conversations and be willing to listen without emotions involved. Because a lot of times I feel like when we're, we're going into a, cause I mean, we, we love a lot of things, at least as creatives and as me, I've got all these hats that I want to wear, but the big thing for me to juggle all of them. And I always look at it like the visual. If, if I'm staring at a table of a couple different hats and each hat is the things that I'm passionate about, podcasting, music-related stuff, coaching, I can't wear all those hats at once. I can wear one at a time and have tunnel vision when I'm in those moments. But again, and, and that just goes back to two as well, as like getting into the, the idea of blocking your schedule and really scheduling things because what doesn't get scheduled doesn't get done. So if you're not scheduling, for instance, with my family, if I'm not scheduling a date night with my wife, it's not going to happen. <laughs> if I'm not scheduling <clears throat> family time, it's not going to happen. So I'm really a big proponent of making the schedules and making time for what's priority in my life. Yes, bro. I'm, um, I hear you. I'm definitely on top of the scheduling. I like to know what's going on. For sure. For sure. So um, how do you... Because I do my podcasting, I do everything myself, the, the book and the show, the editing, the promotion, the marketing, you know what I'm saying? You got a lot going on. How do you do the, the marketing, the promo, the book and the guest? Great question. Honestly, I question myself too sometimes, like how can I do it? I definitely say 
again, it goes back to scheduling and making time for, for the things that matters matter most. And I would say, man, it's, a, again, a lot of block timing. Because for me, it's like, how efficient can I be at what I need to do? Because if I can make all my, like, certain days of the week, say I only podcasted on Monday and Tuesday. So I would only do any kind of recording on Monday and Tuesday. And then I would only do any kind of editing on Wednesday. So, like, it's really important to kind of, like, really block out the things that need to get done. And, again, as soon as you can delegate, delegate. Because that's so important. Because, I mean, you're going to feel burnt out and overwhelmed when you are doing too many of the tasks that don't bring you fulfillment. But obviously have to get done. And, like, and of course, when you're first starting out, it's going to feel like you're in the trenches. But if you can kind of buckle down and, again, at the same time, making time to rest, making time to recharge is so, so essential. But, yeah, I would say definitely focus in on the things that need to get done in the order that they need to get done and really see how efficient you can get at what you're doing. That would be my biggest tip there. Super dope advice. Um, before we wrap it up, um, what's like your newest project that you are putting out there? Newest projects. So let's see, man, I have a couple in the works. So I'm working on developing an app because I want to make a, a, an awesome space for creatives. Like, because I believe a lot of times where you, whether you're in the music space or maybe like the graphic design or the video editing videographer photographer space a lot of times you have trouble connecting those dots and i believe like musicians need videographers for music videos or they need photographers for like content for social media and i'm really wanting to try to develop this app that brings all those people together in a in a more refined space that's more focused in on the creatives and that's one thing that i'm really excited about doing that's kind of been on hold for a little bit but I'm excited for that. And then also I'm looking to launch more of a group program within my coaching because right now I'm pretty much exclusively private one-on-one -on -one coaching, which I love that. And I think there's definitely a need for it, but I also think there's such, such great things with community and collaboration. And I think those two keys are going to come in, come into play when I open up this group coaching program that I'm working on. Super dope. You got a lot of things going. Yeah. Um, Get with get with the guy, get the coaching, get the right one to go to. You got a, a website or contact with Instagram? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the best way to contact is Instagram or um, TikTok. And then, as far as a website, I'm currently working on one, but you can you can see where it's at right now, and it's called the Better Than Best Academy .com. And from there, you can also apply to coach and get coaching or book a one on one call there. And it's it's a little bit under construction, but we're definitely working in, on that one as well. We're getting everything in order. Yep, that's the goal. Yep. Um, and 